Get ready to challenge conventional beliefs about what's possible in creating health, wealth, and happiness. You are listening to Playing on the Edge Radio with Megan Edge. This hit show is providing you with ways of sustaining radical and powerful changes in your life. It is time to open and expand your awareness, accelerate your well-being as Megan shares wisdom, teachings, and experience from a lifelong journey of the heart. Enact the power of radical change with ease and lift your desires to a new perspective. Now, here's Playing on the Edge Radio. Hey, I'm Dr. Pat. And I'm Megan Edge. Yeah, and we're like sitting like feet, feet <laughs> apart. We're like four. feet apart. Four like feet? Four. Boom. You got it. Look, we're now holding hands in the <laughs> studio, everybody. Hey, everybody, welcome. It's so great to have you. We got a great show for you today. And yeah, yeah, Megan is here, and she's visiting in the Seattle area. I love that, that I could say visiting, visiting. I can't wait till we're um, enacting our vision to bring live events back here. Absolutely. Right? It's part of our vision. Oh, I love it. Yeah. Um, but this is playing on the edge radio. This is radical change with ease. But here's the thing. Today's show is on the edge of vision. What does that mean? What does it mean to be on the edge of vision? What's going to get you from being on the edge of anything to really stepping forward and stepping into what you're meant to do today? We're going to take on so many different aspects of vision And we are opening up the phone lines immediately because here's what I want you to know about Megan is this is not just about a show. This is about a body of work that she has said yes to and helping people all over the world fully step into who they are. That when you are playing on the edge, when you're looking at radical change with these, when you are questioning whether or not you're meant to do this or do that, what is going to help you get across that edge, that line? And I have five coaches, and I will tell you that I don't get across any line without the help of others. And it's the hardest thing on the planet to do if you're me, and that is to ask somebody for help. Today's show is all about you, and we're going to tell you why. It's an anniversary show, and I'm going to tell you, write down this phone number or go to our website, transformationtalkradio.com, and let's have you call in. 1-800-930-2819. We want to know your vision for 2020, and we're going to tell you why it is important for you to have us help you and witness it. 1-800-930-2819. Great to have you. Welcome to Winter (laughs) Wonderland. Yeah, but you're familiar with it, right? I am totally familiar with it. Something in common. Yes, indeed, from Victoria, and it's doing this in Victoria as well right now. Right. Yeah, it's like a hug, you know. That's it a snowy like hug. hug. It's familiar. Yeah. It's <laughs> like a hug. Um, I have brought uh, our, the sim- symbolic loaf of bread in for Benny, as usual. Yeah, it's really a good one too. What a I, be- I, gift. I bet you're not going to be able to stretch it. I bet you have to sit down and Watch eat the whole thing. Watch me take this down all on my own. I know you exactly. You doubt me. This is an important show for a lot of reasons. We're going into two pivotal anniversaries. And one of them is the official anniversary of the Dr. Pat show. We have not been the Dr. Pat show for 16 years. We were. Jackhammer, please. Aww. Ah! 
Crust-busting your way to an awesome life. you got to give me more heads up on I'll that I'll give one. you a heads up. <laughs> but the reason that I'm bringing it up, Megan, is that there was a vision involved with all of it. Yeah. It's not that I sit here and say that I've been enacting it. I have not. I've got a great group of people, Jessica, standing over there. Linda, I don't know where Linda is. She's hiding now. She's there. running around. Hi, Linda. Doing Thank her you Linda for thing. hiding in there. There is. at us over there. And for us. Right. There's Jessica, a jackhammer in the background. You all will get a picture of Linda, won't you? Boom. Yeah. Um, but this has been an important show for you. It has been pivotal. Yeah. I would say in a lot of ways life-changing. Yeah. Because when the first invitation arrived in my email, it was right around the same time that I had made a comment to the universe, which was that I was ready to do something more. I was curious about how do I get on a bigger platform? How do I effectively reach more people with the messages of empowerment that are so important to me and that I want to share with the world? And on the heels of that thought, an email shows up in my inbox from Jessica saying, we have an invitation for you. We like your work. We've seen what you do. And she'd done her work. She'd been to my website. She could speak to me on what it is that I could do and a vision that she shared with me of how coming to Transformation Talk Radio could be that platform to reach a wider audience. And two years in, on our 25th episode. Today. 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 <laughs> live in studio. Here I am now sitting right next to you. I want to ask you this because this has been a phenomenon for us. And we're, we hear all of our hosts about it. Mm-hmm. It was important for you to come here. Yes. Can you share that? Can you share what that's about? Because I, I understand what it's like to show up. Mm-hmm. But there's something different about when we show up for this kind of event. Because we're setting a stage for this 2020. That's right. That's right. And, and what it does for me is creates an even deeper personal connection with all of you. It allows me a chance to see everything that you do behind the scenes. Almost. Well, okay. Most of it. <laughs> because Most of it is true. When I'm sitting in my sound studio at home, which is also my office, I'm in a very familiar, comfortable place. You know, I know everything right. that's around me. I know what's behind me. I've got my little rituals about how I get ready for the show. <laughs> <laughs> and coming down here, it's, it's an opportunity for me to push myself beyond my comfort zone. Mm-hmm. And I really believe that we cannot say yes to the vision that shows up for us if we are unwilling to take the action and to push ourselves beyond our comfort zone. Because vision is uncomfortable. It comes with discomfort. I will say, though, that coming into the offices today, and we all arrived at the same time, and seeing all of you walking down the hallway and just wanting to go up and give huge hugs, which we did, everything became easy. There was nothing like that. I'm so glad you brought it up, because while you both are recognizable, because... Well, I actually see him like crawling on the floor and stuff like that, <laughs> trying to get out of the room. I mean, him, we have by a him, him here. He means yeah, my we, we need to tell you who the him is. It's not Benny. <laughs> but part of this is touching a real person yeah. with respect and appreciation, and I think that's for me what I felt. Mm-hmm. Right? You can talk about it, but there's something that happens when you meet people. That are on a mission to change the world in a positive way. And that's what you're doing. 
That's my hope. Yeah, no, that is what you're doing. (laughs) You're doing. You know, for a lot of years, Megan, I want to ask you about this because I want to talk about vision for a minute. Um, When I first started this, it was really clear to me that I wanted to speak to women. Mm. And I didn't know that we were like many of the other hosts and co-hosts that I know were on the edge of a demographic, as we call it, that had left talk radio. I didn't know that. Oh, interesting. And Arbitron did a study. They're no longer here. But they did a study, and they said that talk radio had lost tens of millions of women. They Women were the primary radio listenership. That makes sense, doesn't it? Doesn't it? From the earlier days it of radio. Does. Mm-hmm. And they lost them. And interesting. when I decided that, we needed to really focus on solutions. Mm-hmm. I didn't know that I would be looking at women that really wanted solutions. But you right. did. You yeah. had a vision for your work. And I want you to, if you wouldn't mind, I want you to share that. Because I think I want, I want people to know that as a visionary and a futurist as you are, you saw that women needed something. And then you gave it to them. Absolutely. Can you talk about that? I, yeah, I'd love to. And, and the, you know, the reason that I knew that women had a vision and that we needed to share it is because I had a vision and I needed to share it. And when I tried in my youth to share that vision, what I experienced was often a sensation of being shut down yeah, or dismissed yeah, or talked down to or there, there, dear. I didn't feel that I was being taken seriously. And so when I looked at that in my late teens and early 20s, what I recognized was that I was not speaking a language that the people I was trying to impress could understand because, in fact, we were speaking different languages. Men and women have different ways of speaking about their visions and about talking to one another. That's changing. I think we are understanding each other better because that gulf of not knowing each other, of disrespect, of the way that our culture has created the relationship between men and women is changing in no small part because women like ourselves have said, this is not working for me. And I would like it to be different. And if I can't find a mentor who can show me how it can be different, then it becomes my job to make the difference and pave the way so that other women can find that voice and find that empowerment and really truly stand in what is important to us and our own understanding of ourselves. We have something to say. And the fact that it sounds different than how men might say it doesn't make what we have to say any less important or impactful. You know, I'm fi- you know what? I, have, I can't believe we're, like, talking about this. I wake up this morning, and I don't generally, like, I'm not, like, a news freak. So I'm not like, well, Linda will say I watch more news than she does. But uh, somehow we're trying to get the weather. You know, right. Because you're here. And Doesn't, I'm like, are they here? Are they driving? Or... <laughs> but as I turned on this and I turned on the weather, I heard something that shocked me. And then I had to research it. What I heard was one of the presidential candidates mm-hmm. that we have that I never thought in a million years would make this statement was accused of making a statement that a woman will never become president 
And I looked at that and I said, that has got to be wrong. That has, not from this guy, not from this guy that I was very close to like, yeah, you're, yeah. and I thought it can't be right. And I thought the media, like every, media, then Elizabeth Warren came forward and said, yeah, Bernie actually did say that to me. And so now what we're faced with is a scenario where we have got to have the truth. Because if we don't know what we're dealing with, Mm -hmm. if that is the way you feel, I feel, anybody feels, please, let's have a conversation about it. But But I was shocked about it because I thought. But is it coming from a place of conviction or is it coming from a place of remorse or sadness like under this current regime we'll, we may we'll never have know. a female president we'll may not we may not know because yeah. context is so important it in a case is like that. important it is important but is that really true that a woman will never become president right. because remember in this country we actually had a woman get three million more votes right yeah but it was for me i know that people believe this about us i know that people believe that women, in some strange, archaic way, mm-hmm. don't have what it takes, dot, dot, dot. That's why you and I are entrepreneurs, isn't it? That is why we're <laughs> entrepreneurs. <laughs> but all it takes is looking around the world to see the other countries where there are women presidents, women prime ministers, women in leadership, and also even to look through the United States and Canada where there are very powerful, potent women who are in roles of leadership who are not taking any flack. Right from anyone, and are not simply in these positions of power because they are women, but because of who they are. And that's why we're talking about this today, because I want to talk about what's underneath this idea of vision Mm -hmm. and the symbolic nature of it. But beyond symbolic nature of it, there are reasons where we can point to women, past, present, future, women, that can make a difference because they are visionary. There are elements of how women operate that really gives them a slight edge, Mm -hmm. right? Yeah. Let's talk about that because, you know, when we talk about trusting your intuition, you did it, Mm -hmm. I did it, but you took it and created something. And let's talk about the heart's journey because if you and I did not one, have a vision, but then have something else going on, we wouldn't be here talking about it. That's true. And when you, you mentioned symbolic sight, the energy of symbolic sight is not, we're not talking about what you see through your eyes, because often what you see through your eyes can be deceptive. That's right. About what's possible or impossible for you. Yeah. Symbolic sight is about the vision that, that comes to you, often unbidden or seemingly unbidden, that has an energy that feels as though it is bigger than you are. I, I feel it in my solar plexus. That's where I feel it. And, and for me, it's a pull forward. It's this big pull forward. And despite how much I might try to backpedal and dig my heels in and say, no, 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 I can't possibly, who am I to do that? The pull is bigger. The pull is what generates the momentum. It's what gives you the yes to do whatever it is that the vision is, is requiring of you. Yeah. And, and we can imagine that that vision is something outside of ourselves, or we can believe that it's something that's coming from within. Maybe it's a combination of both. All I know is that for me, and using the heart's journey as an example, 
there was a story in me of what I had experienced about heartbreak and heart healing that I couldn't keep to myself. It couldn't just be mine because the experiences were of a universal nature. And as a counselor and as an author and as a radio host and a teacher, when I see that a person is holding themselves back or keeping themselves small because they've got heartbreak of whatever kind that they believe is their, their right, it's what they deserve to have, then I want them to be able to see them the way I see them, which is that bigger energy, that bigger picture. So even though I tried to not write The Heart's Journey. <laughs> well, let's tell people I had what to The write Heart's, the Heart's Journey, Journey is because it is something you had to write, but it isn't yeah. just something you wrote. There was a whole lot of depth and love and mm -hmm. things that went into that, yeah. really, which pointed to the notion of grabbing in, you know, the intuition, the gut reaction you had, yeah. but looking at how all things come together. That's right. Sometimes we call it synchronicity. Some people call it synergy. Whatever you call it, yeah. we have to be open for it. How That's is right. that for you? Terrifying. <laughs> <laughs> it was so terrifying because for most of my life, I've considered myself to be a very private person. And that, that private person persona is really uh, an, a good defense to hide behind. It kept me safe. To believe that I was a private person kept me safe from other people being able to see me because it wasn't safe for me to be seen. It didn't yeah. feel safe for me to be seen. When I started to share about my experiences coming out of that 23-year marriage and what that was like with two little kids and no income and, no, and not knowing what was around the bend, but learning to trust that somehow symbolically I would know when it was that I was to move forward and it became those heart symbols that I saw in yeah. nature, it, it all coalesced into a, a physical a physical thing, right? The photographs were physical. And then the writing was physical. The terrifying part was that once that story was written and shared, and also sharing my expertise with using healing tools like the oracle cards that I yeah. created, and claiming that, claiming that authority, claiming that expertise to speak on this matter, once that was out in the world, it had nothing more to do with me. And I would have no control over how someone else received it or perceived it. It takes on a life of its own. I mean, it does. isn't that the way we do talk about things like that? You know, what we say is they take on a life of their own. And yet the life of its own keeps building. And hence, the, you know, one of the reasons you're here in Seattle. Let's tell folks about that. Well, I'm here to see you. Yeah. <laughs> to give and you and that Benny. hug and Benny <laughs> and everybody else and Linda and Jessica I'm here because... And you brought your team. And I brought my team. There's my, my tech ed guy right over there, my admin fairy. He says no, he's not there. <laughs> okay. Okay. The, he's go my, the ghost helper show would say, yeah, you're not here. My biggest, <laughs> my biggest cheerleader. <laughs> it felt necessary mm. that we had we'd taken our show to many places in the last two years, in yeah. the last 24 episodes. Yeah. And the question was asked in our last episode on the edge of reflection, what's next? Mm-hmm. Well, how about if we start 2020 in person with each other and see what kind of energy we can create? What can we generate from that? And then I said to you, when I propose this, also, once I, when I'm in Seattle, where can I go and talk? Yeah. Who can I get in front of? Who can I share the healing work with that I do? 
who can I talk to about their heart and what can we do about that? And you said East West Bookshop. East West Bookshop. And I was on the computer right after we got off our call emailing Bima to say, hey, this is who I am. This is who I'm with. And I'm coming down to Seattle. What have you got for me? And let's tell folks about that because it's changed a bit because we are talking about vision and synchronicity right now. Uh, because we have to be able to adjust to the universe. So yes. tell us, let folks know okay. what's happening with that event. In fact, this is so great that it's happening the way it's unfolding. Oh, because what this. a perfect way to demonstrate the importance of flexibility and really being able to go with the flow and trust. So originally this evening, I was going to be talking for about an hour and a half and sharing my box set and talking yeah. about the heart's wounding. And I have my talk all written out and we're good to go. And right now, talking about vision, we're going into whiteout conditions here in Seattle. Oh, my God. I haven't looked. <laughs> I see yeah. you're looking at that way. Even though it's not quite coming down, this is what comes before it comes down. That's right. right. Oh, yeah. sorry, Benny. Thank you. <laughs> talking to the mic. Sometimes I've like, ah. got a teacher. Oh, my God. On vacation. It's like on vacation Turn the eyes, on the radio. not the head. That's right. <laughs> so the concern was. Oh, wow. Did you hear my neck crack right there? Boy. The concern was having staff drive in. Mm -hmm. in in the potential whiteout conditions of this evening so that I could do my talk. Oh boy. Yeah. And that that's ridiculous. Don't don't put yourself at risk. It's all good. It will all unfold the way in which it is meant to unfold. So we've adapted. And now instead of this evening, I'll be speaking tomorrow, same place, East West Bookshop, at two PM. Nice. And we'll be doing a midday talk and Perfect. book signing and we'll have copies of the Heart's Journey there. And I'll be taking people through some of the healing uh, techniques that I've created to help us with our heart healing. And I want to say to folks, while Megan is here in the studio, if there is something you need a little help with today, um, I've gotten a couple of emails from folks about the planetary changes, and we're going to talk about that when we come back. But this would be a great time for you to give us a shout, 1-800-930-2819. You know, one of the things that, you, you know, is really clear to me is that it's so important to have a vision for the future. Mm -hmm. It's also important to know that it takes on a life of its own and it doesn't always turn out. That's right. The way you think. That's right. Um, before we go to break, I want to make sure people know how to find out more about the event, but also how to find out more about you. And since we've talked about the heart's journey, how do they are they able to get a copy of that as well? Absolutely. Well, so the event is at East West Bookshop. Yeah. And what I would suggest is give them a call, go to their website, see what the adjustments are. If we have to change it again, yeah. we'll be willing to do so. But so far, 2 p.m. tomorrow at East West Bookshop. Great. Yes, you'll be able to buy copies of my book there tomorrow. You can also get it through my website, which is meganedge.ca. And I'm happy to personally sign any of the books that come through me. Um, and then alternately, we're online. We're on Amazon. We're on Ingrams. Mm -hmm. We're through Balboa and Hay House, who are our publishers. Um, chapters. Yeah, lots Perfect. of different places where people can pick up a copy. And also that you're also, um, and I want to talk about this when we come back, you also work with women. And part of the work you do with women is healing, but it's the healing in support of a future. Yes. And I want to talk about that when we come back. We're going to be talking with Me Megan Edge, because this is on the Edge Radio. We're going to be talking about what does it mean to tap into the energy, to ignite your desire and dreams for the future you want, you want, and not ignite the energy for the future you don't want. <laughs> Good that, distinction. That that's a biggie. 
because I've done both, and I got to tell you, I got burn marks from the uh, the latter. Let's take a short break, everybody. We'll be right back. Hi, this is Kimberly Carlson, and I would love for you to tune in to All In Healing Radio, where together we will begin to experience health, happiness, and harmony in all areas and aspects of life. Join us every first Tuesday of the month at 11 a.m. on TransformationTalkRadio.com. All in healing will help you release layers of negative beliefs and energies for radiant health, deep joy, and greater abundance. Visit me at KimberlyCarlson.com. This is Debbie Pokornik with a moment for standing in your power. Self-control begins with noticing how different feelings present themselves in your body. When you're feeling sensitive, for example, your chin might quiver, tears might well up in your eyes, and your voice might catch in your throat. Anger, on the other hand, might appear as tension in your jaw, back, or arms, along with clenched fists, heat in the upper torso, scowling, and a strong desire to yell. (laughs) The more aware you become of your body cues, the easier it will be to recognize when you're on the road to disaster. Choose the emotions that cause you problems, then start noticing and logging the body cues that come with them. For information and to work with Debbie, visit EmpoweringNRG.com. That's EmpoweringNRG.com. Learn to live in the light and unveil the authentic you with a time of healing radio with me, Felice Diana, on TransformationTalkRadio.com. Tune in every third Tuesday at 11 a.m. Pacific as I help listeners understand sacred fusion energy and how to connect to the spirit that fuels the very life we live. Explore the journey of spiritual transcendence and ultimately discover the path to peace, love, purpose, and wholeness. For more information, visit atimeofhealing.com. How do you feel? Just okay? Well, how about you tune in and get ready to be more with The Healing Hour with me, Doc Martin, every third Wednesday at 11 a.m. Pacific on TransformationTalkRadio.com. I'm ready for your questions, and I can't wait to help you find the answers. Every month, we'll have a new live call-in show with innovative topics and a powerful hour of healing. To learn more about me, visit DrSharonMartin.com. See you there. I'm going to be here. You won't want to miss it. It's time to get your life back on Burn Bright Today with Jennifer Marcinelli. Tune in each month on TransformationTalkRadio.com. Learn to move from the darkness of burning out to the light of burning bright. Jennifer is redefining stress and the energetic causes of burnout, shining a light on process to get your life back. For more information about Jennifer and her work, visit BurnBrightToday.com. This is Kimberly Carlson, and I would love for you to tune in to All In Healing Radio, where together we will begin to experience health, happiness, and harmony in all areas and aspects of life. Join us every first Tuesday of the month at 11 a.m. on TransformationTalkRadio.com. All In Healing will help you release layers of negative beliefs and energies for radiant health, deep joy, and greater abundance. Visit me at KimberlyCarlson.com. This is Debbie Pokornik with a break-free parenting tip. Parenting will always be a bit of a mystery. Who knows why some parenting ideas work and others do not? Or why some kids seem to succeed despite family setbacks, while others have so much given to them and yet fail to thrive? 
The one thing we do know is that once you have a child, you'll never be quite the same again. Awe-inspiring emotions like overwhelming love, extreme guilt, intense frustration, and incredible joy make this job second to none. Breaking free of parenting pressures means recognizing the pieces that make us unique, the pieces that we carry with us from the past, and the pieces that are influenced by the society we live in. When we can pick and choose which pieces we want to keep around and change the others to align with our inner wisdom, we will feel more self-assured in our role as a parent. For information and to work with Debbie, visit EmpoweringNRG.com. Learn to live in the light and unveil the authentic you with a time of healing radio with me, Felistiana, on TransformationTalkRadio.com. Tune in every third Tuesday at 11 a.m. Pacific as I help listeners understand sacred fusion energy and how to connect to the spirit that fuels the very life we live. Explore the journey of spiritual transcendence and ultimately discover the path to peace, love, purpose, and wholeness. For more information, visit atimeofhealing.com. How do you feel? Just okay? Well, how about you tune in and get ready to be more with The Healing Hour with me, Doc Martin, every third Wednesday at 11 a.m. Pacific on TransformationTalkRadio.com. I'm ready for your questions, and I can't wait to help you find the answers. Every month, we'll have a new live call-in show with innovative topics and a powerful hour of healing. To learn more about me, visit DrSharonMartin.com. See you there. I'm going to be here. You won't want to miss it. It's time to get your life back on Burn Bright Today with Jennifer Marcinelli. Tune in each month on TransformationTalkRadio.com. Learn to move from the darkness of burning out to the light of burning bright. Jennifer is redefining stress and the energetic causes of burnout, shining a light on process to get your life back. For more information about Jennifer and her work, visit BurnBrightToday.com. Yeah, welcome back, everybody. Who's playing on the Edge Radio? I'm Dr. Pat, and I'm here with Megan Edge. This is Megan's show. We get to hang out together and talk about the things that really do matter. You know, part of what we're talking about here today is vision. In you know, this is the year, and the year number is 2020. So right there, you get like, oh, vision 2020. But it's really much more than that. You know, we've heard numerologists talk about it. We've heard astrologers talk about it. We've heard about what it means for it to be it for the decade, Mm -hmm. what the tone is, what the energy. Um, Most importantly, from metaphysical point of view, when you talk to people in astrology and numerology, they are very clear about the the planets that are hanging out together right now. Mm -hmm. Uh, Jupiter, Saturn, Pluto, um, very clear about what that means. Right. But then if you're like, us we could listen to that and have a sense of it Mm -hmm. but let's do a little let's do a little checking on the reality of the bigness of what astrologers say okay because this reality started to kick into gear some say with the december 26th event uh and that's to last for six months and it's about manifestation. Right. It's about creation. Mm-hmm. Capricorn, people tell me, is the money per, money planet. But you're going to have to work your tail off for it. Right. But I want to ask you about this because there is vision and then there is vision. 
I think we have to talk about the alchemy that you talk about Mm -hmm. when we talk about vision and what it means to have that and the results that come from it. Because you and I were just talking during break and you named like five things already, five things already. And this is what the second week. And we have five things too. Mm -hmm. How is that possible? Right. Right. And let's talk about that because planets, energy, but then there's you. Well, you can talk about the planets and the energy, but ultimately none of that's going to make any difference unless you, the person, the individual, is willing to get off the rocking chair, stop gazing at your navel, and actually do the work that is required of you to, to have the vision happen. And one of the things, you say the five things, so we were talking about, we were listing off the things that I'm currently working on, coming out of a conversation on priorities. You know, what if you have five or six different visions? How do you know which one to do first? Why not do them all? It's possible. You can do it. All right. So I was saying right now I have our radio show playing on the Edge Radio. I have my video vlog, which is Magic, Mystery, and Medicine. Right, right now I'm interviewing local healers and talking about that Love journey it. with them. Uh, then I've just started another one, another podcast called Essentials Roundtable. And that's all about using essential oils for wellness and health and yeah. well-being yeah. with my dear friend Susan Seal. And we just launched that one on Facebook uh, and through YouTube. Though That's what I'm doing on video. Then, of course, there's the Heart's Journey and all the other magazines that I write for, the articles that I'm constantly churning out. And then my courses, my healer's course. That's the 10-month healer's course. Then I have my intuitive energy massage, which is the healing modality that I've created that brings together all kinds of other energy healing modalities. And it's this beautiful, transformative treatment that I'm now teaching and certifying other people in doing. And now I've branched out to online. And my, up, my upcoming online course is called The Eight Power Steps to Becoming a Master Manifester. And that's really what we're talking about today. If you're listening or watching and you know that you want to have that clarity of how do I move forward? How do I know what my vision is? How do I live the life that I want to lead? Then come and take that online course. It's over those eight weeks, I'm going to take you through all the processes that I've developed that help you clear out those blocks, those beliefs, those old experiences and wounding that have been telling you that you're not good enough or can't do it or shouldn't have it or don't deserve it or whatever else it is we tell ourselves as a way to keep ourselves from having that vision Mm -hmm. and then take you into the steps to see the vision and actually manifest that vision. Because when we're talking about clarity for 2020, it's really about what do you want period, end of sentence. What do you want, right? What do you want your life to look like? What do you want your relationships to look like? What do you want your career to look like? How do you want it to be? And instead of just wishing that it could be or going into 2020 hindsight and looking at all the things you haven't done yet, what if you were to wipe that slate clean and say, I haven't done them yet. This is the year that I'm going to begin the doing of them. In fact, I had a, a client in recently, and we were talking about this whole subject. How can she do what it is that she wants to do? She wants to write a book. She has an amazing idea for a book. I said, great, you have to claim it. And she said, okay, well, I'm not really ready yet. I said, it's too late. You've already done it. You've already claimed it by saying, this is what I want to do. I said to her, and also, you're already doing it. Well, what do you mean? I haven't started yet. I said, sure you have. How many journals do you have on this subject? Right. How many times have you right. talked about it? How many times have you and right. I talked about it? Right. It has begun. <laughs> so claim it. And now follow the intuition 
what do I need to do next? What's the next thing I need to do to make it happen? And it's simple things. Like coming down to Seattle, what was the next thing we had to do after we said, let's do this? Well, you and I said, okay, cool, let's do it. Okay, step number one, where are we going to stay? How are we going to get there? These are the mundane steps that is really the action that creates the alchemy. And the alchemy is simply two or three different things that are seemingly unconnected coming together to create something new that hasn't existed before. Mm. And that requires action. Yeah. So alchemy loves action. And you know what I love about this, too, when we th think about it is you're, we are talking about the world of possibilities. Mm -hmm. I, I started to outline a show that I want to do in the near future, and it's called Are You Living in the World of Probability or Possibility? Do you know the difference? Mm. Um, probability is what almost cost me my doctorate education because I could not pass the statistics class on it because it was such a foreign concept to me. Right. Probability was such a foreign concept to me. Hmm. Right. I am the kind of person that if I go out and I, let's say I go to, haven't done it in a while, but I go to the casino. And if we go to the casino, I go to one table with my little chips and it's the crap table, craps. And I play this game and all my friends tell me how the probability of me winning is so low I'm wasting my time. <laughs> right. And then I invite them to come to my table mm -hmm. because if you tell me what the statistics are on whether or not I am going to roll the dice in the way that's going to have that bundle in front of me double, yeah. it wouldn't matter because I don't live in that world. Right. When I, when I get my hands on the dice and I roll those dice, I see the number exactly like I want. Yeah. But we can use probability for a research advantage. I want to ask you, how do you feel the energy of 2020 is activating itself? For me, when I look at it from the numerological perspective, 2020 is a four. It's a four year. A four is all about structure and foundation. So this is the year, especially if you've got a big vision, or even if it's just a seemingly little vision. Maybe it's just to go to Hawaii, not to stand on stage with Oprah. It doesn't matter what it is, right? It's the energy is the same. So the energy becomes about the, the structure and foundation of creating that vision. What are the first things you need to do in order to have that vision happen? What is the foundation that you need to create for that? What is the structure that you need to create for that? On the one hand, it's very magical. And totally other, agree. And on the other hand, it's very mundane. Oh, right. totally agree. I'm so glad you're talking about structure mm -hmm. because we have to talk about it. Even our vision has structure. Yeah. Yes, it does. And, and what I notice happens for some people when they start going into manifesting and vision and they create their vision boards and they've got the big, big vision is that they stay way up here in the big, big vision. And then they wonder why it doesn't happen. And then they fall into regret or remorse or 2020 hindsight. You know, if only I wish I could have blah, blah, blah. You have to come back down from the big vision to check in with the day-to-day. -day. Set up the bank account if you want to go to Hawaii yep. and start saving money. Yep. It's very boring, but that's actually where the magic is, right? That's, that's how you get it done. If you have to go and talk to somebody to get a loan, then put on your best suit and best face and go and get that loan. Right. Do what you need to do at that foundational structural level. Because if you don't have a good foundation for your big vision, 
even if you do make that big vision happen, I don't know how long it's going to stand for because it's going to be on shaky ground. And when the earthquakes happen, and they always do with big vision, there's always going to be something that sideswipes you and makes you have to reassess the direction that you're going in. If you don't have that strong foundation, then, you, then it sinks. It's done. So take the time. There's a great analogy around horticulture and gardening for this. Start with the soil. Oh, right. 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 You can have a vision of your beautiful garden in August, but if you don't start with the soil in April, nothing's going to thrive. And I personally want your vision, whatever it is, I want that vision to thrive. Because I know what a difference that's going to make in your body, for your overall health, your well-being, yeah. your sense of confidence. Yeah. When you see something manifest that you saw first in your mind's eye or felt in your heart, and then you see it come out into the world, like the heart's journey, the first time I held that book in my hand. There's, we have a video on my webpage when we first got that book. And I'm, there's tears coming down my face because here it is after two years of working so hard on it and a lifetime of heart healing, there it shows up, right? But all of that happened with foundation and structure. So even if in 2020 you don't actually see the, vi the, the vision doesn't happen for you, maybe you don't go to Hawaii until 2021, start now. Start yeah. making it happen Because now. we can, we, look, there are some things we can't control, but there are other things we can you know, uh, there are three things that I'm struck by, and mm -hmm. I go back to this, and I'm not an astrologer, so I don't quite get it. But I knew last year was going to be an interesting year, mm -hmm. according to everybody that does anything with my chart, whether I ask them to do my chart <laughs> or not. Um, I knew it was going to be a giant year. Mm -hmm. I didn't know that the first half of the year would be so tough. Mm. But it was tough because the structure had to change yes. everything. So the universe will do the oddest thing. So what it did for us last year in the space, the, uh, the studio and office space we had, our Bothell office, what happened for us was our internet service, the, the people at Regis could not get it to work right, right. for months. Mm. Months and months and months. Yeah. We went back and started to operate in other studios to make it work. But it forced us to look for new space. Right. Bigger space. The space we're in now in Montlake Terrace. Mm -hmm. Twice the amount of space. And the scenario is so ideal. You can't plan it. Right. We went and looked at six other places, six other contracts that I literally had signed. And in the end, none of them could provide the Internet. And li this last one was like a fluke. Yeah. It was like Shelly and I went to look at the building, and then all of a sudden the realtor says, yeah, this building's not for you, but you know what? I'm going over to this other place. <laughs> and I, it's like a, a really cool place, and you're not going to have to worry about Internet because the EM, EMF, right? Correct. The emergency people... This is their home. Oh, EMTs or EMFs? Because there's a difference there. EMFs. <laughs> <laughs> the EMFs the are emergency the vehicle stuff. people. Yeah, those are the tech people, though. So we pull in, and, there, and there's all the cars. Yeah. And then he says, you never have to worry about the fiber. And I said, why? And he points to this tower. So the Internet had a glitch a week ago. Uh, yeah, last week. Mm -hmm. Within 24 hours, there was a guy up on that pole. Right. So 
talk about how things that look like doors are shutting. Right. They're really hard. Mm -hmm. And it took me a while to get on board with the universe. (laughs) But once I did, the second half of the year was crazy. And that's going with the flow. That's going with the flow. That's allowing opportunity to show up and unfold and you deciding to say yes to it, which takes courage and strength to say yes to it. And even in the midst of everything going haywire and maybe not the way you envisioned it to happen, if you are willing to trust, and this is not always the easiest thing to do, but if you're willing to trust that this or something better is going to show up for you, then you can weather those earthquakes with so much more ease than if you dig your heels in and say it has to look this way. Because as anybody who's gone through this will know, if you're in the flow, everything comes easily. It's not always easy, but it comes easily. And that's where we think, wow, that's so crazy that the real estate agent said, I'm going over here today. Why don't you come with me? Yeah, just follow right? me. But if you're digging your heels in and saying it has to look this way, then you're missing the opportunities and possibilities. And you're actually defying the universe who has a better idea of what's there in the bigger picture for you and is trying to lead you <laughs> to that path of least resistance, to the flow. Not everybody wants that, though. That's the, that's the truth and reality. And for some people, the difficult path is one that they are more comfortable on, I think. Is it because we don't want to ask for it for fear we're not going to get it? Is it because that we're, we're really struck by the fact that, to, that to, for me to say, I desire dot, 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 mm-hmm. really a big dot, 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 yes. that before I can even get it out of my mouth, what happens is I already have a little voice telling me, yeah, right, Pat. That's impossible. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I almost didn't go to this thing October 1st, this video shoot. This you video know, shoot. I almost oh, didn't go. Oh, the one that go. you did. Yeah. Why not? Totally exactly what you're talking about. Yeah. Jane Peralta Forbes, who used to work for us, really literally said, you got to get down here to this event. And I'm like, like what? Like three days, get an airline ticket that's going to cost like what? $2,000 or something. You got to get down here. And I didn't believe her. Hmm. I didn't. And I said, you know, can you send me some information? And she said, I want you to be part of this. Right. And I still didn't get it. (laughs) And then I get the list and I see my name. And she says, you're going to have to wear something white. And by the way, could you interview people? So that meant Jessica had to come. So now we're three days till October 1st. Mm -hmm. No airline ticket yet. Mm -hmm. No hotel. I didn't do it. For whatever reason, I didn't do it. But then I got a sign. Ah. Now I want you to talk about the signs. Yes, the signs. The sign was mm-hmm. Hannah at Nordstrom's Rack. I could not find anything to wear. You had to wear white. Right. Pacific Northwest. <laughs> In September October. 28th. <laughs> white. <laughs> where? I called tuxedo places. I called a wedding plate. I called everywhere. And then I called mm-hmm. Nordstrom's Rack. Mm-hmm. And I said, oh, my God, do you, Hannah, at Nordstrom's Rack, up there at Alderwood, I got to have something white. And do you know that I waited to the very last minute that day? Couldn't find Hannah until, like, 4 o'clock. Yeah. She had six white outfits, which I ended up wearing. 
and the light bulb went on for me. Right. Can you talk about that? Because, you see, you can get to the edge mm-hmm. of fear. Yep. And never live your vision. That's true. That's true. That reminds me of a dream I had just before you and I did our first show. Do you remember? I was telling you this dream. Yeah. I was walking along the very top of a high mountain precipice, and it was sheer drop on either side, and I was on this little teeny tiny path. And I'm walking along it with my hands out like this to balance myself in the dream. And I said, to, said, what am I doing here? And what I heard was, just keep walking. You'll be mm. fine. And the next day we had our first show. That's a sign. Right? Signs come in all kinds of places. They come from all sorts of directions. They come from the synchronicity of you find the white outfit at the last minute. Right? They come from your dreams. They come from symbols that have meaning for you, like the hearts that I see in nature that reminds me to follow my heart above all other voices. If you're, willing to, if you're willing to step into a little bit of magic and a little bit of mystery, then the opportunities are there for you to understand that you're on the right path. You're following the right path. The reasons why you would choose not to, that's why you would come and see someone like me, to let me help coach you through What's coming up around the not deserving of this or the not believing in it? What are the old messages that are going through your mind from childhood, from teachers, from adults in your life, from your own belief system that says what's not possible? And what I say to my students and say to my clients and my children, in fact, they've grown up with this their whole lives. Instead of immediately going to what isn't possible, think first of what is possible and then answer the objections. I think if there was ever a time where people need the body of work that you do to help them, because we're in an accelerated pace. Jessica and I talked about it the other day. We're actually going to do a show about it because something changed on the 26th. We knew energetically we came back differently from L.A., Mm -hmm. but something really did change. Right. And it hasn't stopped. Right. But you and I we work with other people. Mm-hmm. And I think the body of work that you do is going to be that key for people, for women, that helps them take the key, find the right hole for it to go in, right. turn it, and walk through the door. Right. Because, see, we're at the place where we know there's a key. Mm-hmm. And I don't know about you, but in my life, I have had more angels than you can imagine mm-hmm. help me, one, recognize they're a key, and then help me with the other parts. Talk about that because this is really what you're building for 2020 and helping people, isn't it? That's why you're here today. That's right. (laughs) (laughs) And every month (laughs) to help people see what's possible for themselves. It doesn't have to be difficult. Yeah. It does not have to be complicated. When I say that alchemy loves action, it doesn't have to be great, big, huge action. Right. Little actions grow on themselves exponentially. When you have the experience of success, no matter how small that experience is, like you made it to work on time, if that's a success, that energy will build in your body. And maybe for the rest of the day, you're going to be building success upon success upon success. You can do that every day of your life until you're standing in an energy within your body of expectation of success. It's that expectation that creates that reality. You know, we can talk about intention with manifesting, with vision. What is the intention behind the vision? And certainly that's really powerful. And equally potent is then doing the work. Yeah, I love, we got to do a show on this. 
one of the most controversial words and constructs is expectations. I totally believe in expectations. Mm-hmm. My organizational consulting people would just be like, stop talking about it, but I won't. Megan, how can people find out more? Please mention the event. Uh, and let's tell people how to find out more about you. Well, certainly if you're in the Seattle area and you can get out of your driveway <laughs> tomorrow <laughs> afternoon at 2 o'clock, please come and join us at East West Bookshop. I'll be there talking about the heart's journey. I'll be there sharing how to work with Oracle cards, some of my own story as well. We're going to have fun. Yeah, we're going to totally. play. Yeah, we're going to totally play. And then beyond that, once I'm home in Victoria, there's my website, Great Point of Contact, MeganEdge.ca. And all of my courses are on there. Uh, everything I offer yeah. is there. All my products. I have a whole, that's the other thing I forgot to mention <laughs> on that list. Uh, I have a whole product line of yep. healing products that I work with with essential and the oils, oils and energy. Are fantastic. Yeah, and the oils are amazing as well. So there's lots of different ways that people can work with me. I've got that eight power steps of becoming yeah. a manifester coming up. Go to my yeah. website, register. It's super affordable, $149 right now. It'll go up later in the year. So this is a really great time yeah. to do it. And this is an entire system that I've created, these eight steps, out of my entire body of work. And then also we have a gift for people. We hadn't mentioned that yet. If you go to the Transformation Talk Radio website onto my host page under Megan Edge, down underneath the show description, there's a PDF that you can download, and it is uh, the Wish, Want, Create system. I love that. Yeah. Yeah. Part of this, which we didn't talk about, but we'll do a show about, sometimes when you absolutely ignite your desire, you got to burn off some stuff that really no longer serve you as well. A hundred percent. In fact, the desire, the, the recognition of the desire only comes when the old is done with. Feeling a hot flesh as we speak. <laughs> <laughs> Something's moving through you. Energy well, is no, moving through we, you. Uh, well, honestly, for us, we've had to let some folks go mm. or they just didn't, you know, fit. But yeah. that's because the universe is so much smarter than I am in a lot of ways. And But you're pretty smart for listening to it. I was just going to say, I'm, I'm getting, Betty would say uh, she's getting better at listening to it. <laughs> I got you, girl. <laughs> All right. Thank you, Megan Edge. For everybody out there, East West Books tomorrow. Tomorrow at 2 p.m. 2 p.m. Yeah. You're going to take a journey with Megan. And trust me, this is really what you want to do to make sure that 2020 is the most incredible year yet. Thank you so much, Megan. It's awesome. Thank you so much, Pat, for having me here. Thank you, Mr. Benny. Welcome. Good to see you, ladies. Good to see you, Benny. And for all of you out there, check it out, East West Books. Even if you don't see it on their website yet, it is really at 2 o'clock, and you can get a hold of Megan through her website as well. I'm Dr. Pat. I'm out there somewhere in the (laughs) beyond. (laughs) We'll see you next time, everybody. You've been listening to Playing on the Edge Radio with Megan Edge. Tune in each month on Transformation Talk Radio and the Dr. Pat Show Network, providing you with ways of sustaining radical and powerful changes in your life. If you've missed any part of this episode or want to find out more about Megan Edge, visit her website at meganedge.ca.